hat-trick for David Williams. It is a hammering in the capital. Season three, Dave. Yep. Season three, the worst game of all time. Episode uno. <laughs> Episode one. One. Yep. One. It's exciting. Hype. I mean, I don't know about hype. It was exciting to watch a new game. Was, I enjoyed that I a lot. was genuinely, this morning I woke up and we were recording in the morning. Uh, I woke up this morning and I went, we get to watch a new game of football this morning. And I was genuinely excited on the bus on my way over to your place. Yep. I was so excited to watch a game of football with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. But I think the fact that we started our watch at 10 in the morning and uh, we're both drinking by the time we're done. Yep. Um, suggests it may not have been as exciting as we hoped. We waited for exactly midday, and yep. at twelve dot zero zero, we opened the beers. Mm. Uh, I have a quote from Mel, who uh, about halfway through the first half of the game, when the Phoenix were losing two 0 Mel said genuinely, no sarcasm whatsoever in this. She said, "You guys are hype." Yep, and we were. I was stoked. We were watching a new game of football. The, the vibe was better. We weren't, we weren't in a dark place. but We were riding highs of new things happening in front of us. The, the thing is, I know the dark place is coming. I know it is. Yeah. Hey, but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> just yet. We can talk about the fact that we just watched the Wedding Phoenix take on Melbourne Heart from the yep. 16th of February 2014 and lose 5-0. Uh, yeah. This is seven years old, this game. Um, just over seven years old now. Crazy. Crazy yeah. that we're watching a game from so long ago. It, it, it's simultaneously crazy that it's so long ago, but but it feels quite fresh. It was it was interesting to see who was on the field, but a lot of that felt quite familiar and nice. It was it was it was, it was good. It was like golden era of Phoenix, yeah. right? Like it was the players that we knew and loved, have always known and loved, and they were they were back. Yeah. Although there were only three Three players in total, I think we ended up on that have featured in all of the, all of our all, all of our seasons so far. All seasons: yeah. uh, Andrew Durante, uh, Vince Lear, Vince Lear, and Clayton Moss. Moss. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're only three stalwarts across the three seasons, but we had guys like Ben Sigmund was back. Yeah, season one feature. He's he's back. Um, uh, who else was back? Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's not that people were back. It was, nah. it was, it was nice having some familiar faces in there. Manny, Manny's Manny, there. Manny Musket, but obviously playing in Phoenix colours was yep. nice. Uh, David Williams, yeah, uh, former Phoenix player David Williams coming in, scoring a hat trick against the Phoenix. Great, good, yep. good to see him again. Genuinely, yeah. Well, I want, I want to talk about that later, but I want, right, to, yep. I want to open with how the how the match opened. Which I've got two things I want to note. One, how on earth do we keep picking games that have this weird like intro monologue? I don't remember there usually being a monologue before any game I'm watching, but every season we've picked so far has this weird intro monologue, and it's really bizarre because it's happened again. It turns on and suddenly we're into a monologue, and I was like, "What is even happening?" They all happening? do that. Everyone's like, they all all games do that. Like, not all games do that. Phoenix, yeah, yeah, they do. Not not to the extent that we're getting. It's very theatrical. Each of the games sure. we've Se- had. Season two was like classic. Fox Sports, like yeah. like one off game. Let's do a thing. Yeah, but then like this this one is lengthy. It's oh, okay. like four minutes worth of monologue about how this is the match of the round. It's a battle of titans. Like it's complete nonsense. It's seven playing ten on the table. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> there is no reason to talk it up. But they're they're talking it up like it's a classic derby with everything on the line, and it's just absolute bullshit. New, new club derby, I think. <laughs> 
Who knows? But either way, that that was weird. And proved to be completely wrong, given it's 7 versus 10. No, it was but, 7 versus 10, which the, the narrative around this game, like, as we were starting to watch it, I think we're going to talk a lot about the footballs yep. this time around, Dave, but yep. the, the, the narrative of them saying that the Phoenix are on the rise, the Phoenix were in 7th place, but they were only 4 points behind 3rd place. So yep. the win, they, they go within touching distance of 3rd place. Like, Melbourne Hart, I don't understand how a game involving bottom of the table can be the match of the round. No. Uh, by any stretch, but like we must have been on this massive upwards curve playing great football. That's the only explanation for this. But I don't I just, remember I just don't us think being it's like true. that. No. And, and the reality is, so I, I had a quick quick look during the game just to uh, just to confirm whether or not the yep. sports was the start of anything good for either team. No. Um, both teams win the next game. Oh, yeah. Hart actually win the next two. Oh, yeah. But we go on to finish ninth and tenth. <laughs> so there's, there's, a, there's a little uptick. Yeah. Um, for both teams, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, and then just massive and slides. Just, and so, just, so Harter in tenth, they end up finishing tenth. We're in seventh, and we drop to ninth. So this is this is not. It's only it's only game of the round in terms of salad dwellers. I think I remember. Was it really close? Like, could Melbourne Heart have passed us in the last game? Uh, probably. Because I remember watching that last Melbourne Heart game at the Grand, and if they had drawn or win if they, if they had won their game they would have jumped above us and I remember like during like Jura like fist pumping when Marvin Hart got scored against <laughs> so that they were going to finish bottom I would, like, I would have to go Jura, back and check but that sounds about Jura, right Jura you've just finished ninth this is yeah. not fist pump material oh, I don't know I, I'm always happy when we avoid a spoon not That's, being the worst yeah, yeah. I mean we've got enough spoons and, so. and this this was the season so it's, it's, it's only a few weeks later I end up going over to Newcastle and we lose 5-0 there oh, yeah, as okay. well yep. so like the, this, the end of the season was not a happy time. No. So I'm I'm sure avoiding the spoon was probably worth celebrating, even if only slightly. <laughs> yeah. What else do you want to talk about at the start of the game, Dave? Uh, no, those are my two things. Oh, one, 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 the fact that we seem to have managed to pick games that all have these kind of theatrical yeah. monologues, which is weird. But secondly, that they're billing this as match of the round, which is just nonsense. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I, it was that, really nice to be back at Westpac. That was. was really nice. Before we get into that, the, in that monologue... Andrew Dewhurst, who friend of the pod, <laughs> <laughs> good, um, good. Uh, he he says I can't remember exactly what it is, but he was like he said something about men in white coats, and I don't. He uh, uh, he, he he says well no, I can't he's remember like, the exact like, quote, but he talks will about it be like hospital pass to Melbourne Heart or something like that. Or, no no no, I can't I can't remember what he says, but he says if you had claimed something, yeah the men in white coats would come to take you away. And he's oh. referring to being taken away to a mental institution because if you said that, you'd Jesus. be crazy. This is a different era, isn't it? You wouldn't say that anymore. No. This is 2014. To be fair, I, I don't think many people would say that even, no. even seven years ago. But, no, um, that's just that, That's what he's referring to, but I can't remember what the claim was that he was saying yeah, I can't would be either. crazy. Yeah. But, sorry, sorry. West Bank Stadium. Yeah, um, no, really nice to be back. Amazing. Like, I, don't, I didn't realize how much I missed it last yeah. season. Like, just... The fact that the whole crowd was going against, against the Phoenix, like the crowd yep. at, at the game weren't in the same misery we were, anything like that. Like we never it, saw the away fans in that game, for example. No, no, and and it it, it brings in an extra element to the watch, right? Because we we know we're going to get caught up in the minutia, yeah, right? It's yeah. going to happen. We first know. first watch was fresh and nice, but still, every crowd shot, I'm like, oh, do I know anyone in there? Like it's it's familiar faces, it's familiar surroundings. The background noise is us chanting. You're trying to pick out what we're chanting about, you know? And it's funny hearing yep. the stuff we're chanting about. All of that stuff that's just largely background detail yeah. is the stuff we end up so caught up in because we have to watch this so many bloody times. Yeah. I mean- so, this first time it was nice and fresh, but I know there's going to be a lot in there for me later because it's Westpac. Even 
like even just from this first watch, when we're five 0 down and the crowd starts chanting, "We're gonna win the league," yeah, we Excellent. were in hysterics, like yeah. genuinely. And I can tell I'm going to enjoy that for the next twenty five watches of this game. Yes, because that's going to be the, the moment when everyone's doing clap clap Phoenix, and there's this twelve year old boy who seems to have found himself a pitch-side microphone all to himself, <laughs> just cutting through the coverage very loudly, <laughs> just clapping and saying Phoenix to himself. Oh, yeah. I'm going to enjoy that every single time. I, I think it's it, great to be I back. think it's made even funnier by how to, how out of time it seems. Now, the reality is it's just because sound takes Trump's level, but yeah. it, it's very funny because <laughs> it is not at all in time with the clapping <laughs> that you can hear elsewhere <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> so it, it just seems like an absolute oh, shambles what a legend. Him, but it's great. I've I've... I've labelled him um, uh, Phoenix Kid, which good. I'm I'm okay with that. There's a lot of Phoenix Kids in the crowd, but because he's it's because he's yelling Phoenix. Maybe it's Phoenix inverted. But anyway, his name is Phoenix Kid. We're going to call him that forever. And the way that we call Shirtless Kid, Shirtless Kid. Which yep. uh, well, I've, I've got another new character I want to throw in the mix. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know how we had Everton family. Is it Singlet Guy? No, it's not Singlet Guy, but Singlet Guy is also excellent. But no, I, I noticed another another person who's who sat where Everton family used to sit. Oh yeah, and it's Cowboy Hat Man. Oh Cowboy Hat Man, <laughs> and what a guy! Yeah, and he's just there in that exact spot wearing a cowboy hat. And cowboy. I'm like, that's just a great move. I don't I don't see that oh, it many. It was very sunny. Yeah, it was. But how many cowboy hats realistically do you oh. see people wearing in Wellington? Oh. Anywhere he was there, I but, see one. There's, there's one man he, he's, he's, he's in prime spot and oh, good on him. What a legend! Yeah, that's a great spot for beginning on TV where Everton family were. Right? Yeah, right behind the goal. Well, and it's where we put the yellow fever banner. Yeah, and they were which, there. Yep. We I turned out. I had entirely forgotten. We had a whole banner that said Ernie Merrick's, Merrick's Yellow Army on it, which was a very long banner. I have no memory of that banner. Oh, existing. really? Oh no, I, I remember it. I knew we had the yellow fever one, but I didn't know we had a Ernie Merrick's Yellow Army one. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I'm just glad to be back at Westpac, Dave. No, it's good. Singlet guy we could talk about in another episode. Yeah. He's, he's going to come up, but oh. I, I, I know we want to talk a little about the football. What a legend. Because ah. it's episode one. I mean, I've got I've got a huge list to talk about, and I imagine I'm going to get halfway through this on this episode. I'm going to use that, more. Yeah, exactly. Time. But let's let's run through key football matters. Well, no. Get him out of the way. Okay, well, first key football matter was the fact that the toss happened. Oh, yeah, okay. We can talk about that, yes. Because I want to talk to you about the toss. You want to you want to blow all of that on episode one? All right, let's move on. No, so let, let's let's say a couple things about it. So, Patrick won a competition. He goes on the field in this game. I do the toss. Yes. I toss that coin. Yes. He also, he also looks about 12. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Well, I, w- I would have been, I would have been 20. At this time, you look a lot younger than that. Crazy. It's great. Yeah. Um, you you're wearing a GoPro on your hat as yep. you wander out, yep. like a complete nerd. All the refs find but it I, very but, weird. But I but I've definitely been informed that Pat still has that footage, so we can talk about that in some detail when I, do. I see it. I do. Um, and I mean, a lot of people are going to think, and I and I have done nothing to quell these rumors that you designed this horrendous kit we play in. Yeah. No. So so Patrick is the kit designer. Please give us your thoughts on your work there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't design this kit. Uh, I, I never. He won a competition because he designed it. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> so, six Wellington Phoenix players used the Adidas, 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 Adidas. My team, or or my kit, or whatever it was, my yep. whatever they called it, their kit designer to design six kits that you could choose from. So there were six kits designed by different players, and then three goalkeepers' kits, and. If you voted, you could vote for the kits, and if you voted for the highest voted 
playing kit and the highest voted keeper's kit, you're going to draw to win a competition. I voted for Carlos Hernandez, who designed this awful piece of shit um, uh, kit in the game. Uh, so it's a surf, it's for charity, so I can't be too harsh on it. And that charity, oh, I think you can be harsh on the that, kit. That charity was the, the for, cause of that we were raising money for. You don't need to be harsh on them, but the okay. kit is still horrendous. I mean, yeah, the kit was for Surf Life Saving New Zealand, which makes the colours make a little bit of sense. Like the reds in it make a little bit yeah. of sense, but it's awful. Mossy's flaming goalkeeper kit. Uh, you mentioned it's it was amazing. It was amazing, but in the bad nineties kit yeah. way. Um, yeah, I, I did not win. I did not design the kit, but I won the competition because I chose which kit. So, so that best. for all the listeners at home is is what boring. the uh, the creator boring, believes of the kit he designed. Yeah. Um, so that's but I did the toss. Stuff. Do you think, Dave? Because I remember this. Do you think that we won or lost the toss? I have no idea. So keep in mind that the Phoenix attack, the fever end in the second half, which is what what the what the Phoenix yeah. want. Um, I think we lost the toss, but yeah, yeah. We did lose the toss, yeah. correct. That was way more climactic in my head, that, no. that little segment. I, see, I think I think the interesting thing there is the the one thing I remember, not because you've told me it recently, but because yep. you told me it at the time, yep. was we talked about the coin. Yeah. And the coin, you don't call heads or tails. No. You call FIFA or respect. Yes, because that's what the coin says. That's what the coin says. One side says FIFA, and the other side says respect. So I thought that... I, I thought that I was going to. Uh, I thought that I was going to keep the coin after that. I thought that was going to be part of the competition. No, nope. <laughs> the referee wanted that back. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh. that those bullshit. are probably hard to get hold of. Yeah, that's why I wanted it. Yeah, I tried to take it. He's like, no, nope. um, maybe I'm just making that up. Maybe that's not going to exist. And that's, the problem is, I'm going to show you footage of this incident, so you're going to know exactly whether I tried to take the coin or not. But I, I wanted that coin. Yeah, well, I can imagine you did, but you, you also were 12 and oh, yeah. scared of the referees. Yeah, so. all right, football, football. Um, oh, we're probably going to run out of battery at some point on excellent. the recorder. But well, that's, that's all good. That's fine. Um, yeah. Football. Football. So football. We, could talk, we could talk lineups in more detail another day, but let's football. talk about let's talk about the goals. There's five goals. We don't score any of them. Let's talk about the football. The goals in this game Fucking are good. Great. Yeah. I, I I have no problem with any of these goals. None of them am I like, my God, we were terrible. We shouldn't have we should have won this game. You know, like there, there have been issues with the other ones where we should have been in it. This yep. game, they outplay us, they score great goals. Fucking well done. Yeah. No. Well done. So the first goal is is a shot. I can't remember who takes the first shot. It ends up bouncing back out and Engelar hits it from outside the box. Absolute fucking screamer. Yeah. Just um, like it's eight minutes in. All, always rising into the top of the net. Yep. Like, oh, phenomenal. Just just fantastic goal. Yeah. Like the, the first shot in the build up to it, not yeah. anything to talk about, but the, the hit that goes in, fantastic. Yeah, I think it was Mante Duganzic takes a shot first uh, and it re- rebounds. I'm going to say it was Siggy, but I don't know for yep. sure. Uh, and then, yeah, falls to Engelar, who just wallops it into the back of the net. Ab- absolutely phenomenal. Oh. From from outside the box, oh. and, he, and he roofs it. It's oh, just great. Glorious. Um, second goal. Glorious second goal. Engelar again takes a quick free kick. Fantastic long ball. Yeah. Um, it's it's put it's put Williams into great space. Williams first time puts it into the fucking goal. Yeah. Fantastic. He's, like, he's thirty yards out now. This shouldn't have happened because Mossy should have stayed on his line. But Mossy comes. He's caught in no man's land. And Williams first time just finishes it. Phenomenal. Beautiful finish. Phenomenal. Um, Glorious. Like. So yeah, shouldn't have happened because Mossy should never have come. That's on Mossy. But Williams finishes this in the best way possible. Yeah, you can't ask anything more of Williams here. Like he has uh, made a great run that that yep. Engelar has seen, 
Inglis played a, a great ball that took Siggy, who was tracking Williams, right out of the equation. Um, and 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 Williams has put it in the back of the net, like phenomenal yep. work from the heart. And like, he, it's not one of those ones where you know the keepers come out and you you can chip them and it kind of just trickles over the line. No, he, he absolutely finishes the it shit lands out of this over the line. It, like it, it is a great finish. Um, chips that go over the goal while, over the goal line while they're still in the air are like gold tier chips. The ones that come over and bounce a little bit and like yep. dribble into the goal bottom tier. This is gold tier. Like this falls into the net. Like, but yep. crossing the plane of the goal mouth in the air, like yep. just phenomenal from from Willow, yep. just a, great, a good goal, good oh, goal. Uh, yeah. Third goal, uh, someone gives away a midfield. It's probably Hicks because he's yeah. shit all day. No, because Hicks comes off a half <laughs> half time. Hicks was awful. I think, I think it's actually Redemption who comes on for Hicks. Yeah, but can we talk about Hicks? We'll talk about that oh, after we got man. through goals. But so anyway, someone gives it away in midfield. I think it's Redenton. Yeah. Then it's just some nice, easy kind of one-touch passes. And then they're through and it's just a tap-in for Willow. But yeah, it's, it is a nice team goal, this was one. It, it wasn't a team goal. It was like two players, right? There, there's about three or four touches from the yeah. giveaway, I think. But yeah. they're, they're all just nice, clean passes, working the triangles to lead to a tap-in. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great team goal. Well worked. Cut our defence apart. Like We yeah. made a mistake in midfield, but hey, they, they pounced on it. And Willow... Books on a great shot to like yep. near post beats Mossy like phenomenal phenomenal finish getting this one again like you see those those chances get created often and then they just miss the goal like yep. oh yeah great For, fourth goal is the Mossy Oggy yep. now I remember there was an Oggy in this I remember it being worse than this 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 is tough that he gets stuck oh yeah, with this, is here. Unlucky this, this is unlucky this is a really nice finish you know similar to the Inkela screamer but it's um Vilhart I believe who yep. who hits this from outside the box into the bottom of the crossbar, it comes out, hits Mossy in the back, and then goes into the goal. Yeah, but nothing um, Mossy could do about nah, it. Absolutely nah. not. It's it's a it's a good shot that comes off the crossbar, yeah. and he's just unlucky. It hits him in the back and goes in. But Mossy Oggy, compared to the season one Oggy, which is yeah. just horrific all round, like just spurts over the goal and like so so slowly. The whole thing was in slow motion, like multiple chances of the Phoenix to cut that out. This one. Well worked goal. Like yep. you make your own luck. You fire a shot that hits the under under side of the crossbar, like, and it goes in the back of the net. Fair play to you as an attacker. Like you've made that opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Great. great Willow, work. Willow finishing his hat trick oh, with, a, with a curling classic. finish off the inside of the post. It is. It is extremely reminiscent of one that uh, Ice scores from pretty much that same spot on the field when he just curls it into that same post and runs to the other end of the field to celebrate. It is. It is. A beautiful goal. Yeah. Just nice, nice curling finish, and you can't complain at all. It's 20, 25 out and just absolutely yeah, cor- curls it. Corner of the box from a corner, and he just yeah. curls it around everybody. It reminded me a lot of the of the Willow goals he scored at the other end of the field yeah. for the Phoenix. Like on the top side of as you're attacking the, the box, the left of the of the, of the goal box on that on that corner, just curling around the goalkeeper. He scored two or three of those for the Phoenix and in his hat trick efforts too. Yep. So, yeah, very foreshadowing what was going to happen six years no, later, sorry. I think. Again, it's just a quality goal. Very and, foreshadowing. And, okay, that's what I said. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, no, well worked. Like, there was nobody near him for a, from a Phoenix perspective. Just left him open on the top of the box at a corner. But, hey, they they took advantage of that and worked in the And we were net. four goals down, you know. like We, we, we didn't give a shit. Yeah. Now, the problem with all these goals, Dave, is they all happened in the first 60 minutes of the game. Yes. Leaving half an hour of nothingness. Well, let's 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 break it down a little more than that because two of them happened in the first half. One very early, one kind of midway through the half. No, yeah, 8th and 17th, I believe. And and so then then we've got a bit of a dead patch until halftime, but it goes yep. in 2-0. Yep. And that's fine. We get a little bit of halftime show. And then very quickly after halftime, 
the next three happen. It, it is over in a flash. 52, 60, something like that. Yeah. Yep. And, and then we have another long dead patch. Um, 30 minutes of it. Which that part of the game is going to be tough. That's the point that we wanted our beers, Dave. Yes. Well, see, that was the point I started wanting one silently and checking my watch thinking it's still too early in the morning. I can't justify this. Then at about 5 to 12, I verbalized that and you're like, I'm in. I need one too. So so then we counted down those final five minutes till midday and we're straight in there. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was yeah, I definitely had been thinking about that for a long time before I verbalized it, though. Yeah, well, I had the a similar, like, feeling that when the last goal went in has previously been, like, the 89th or the 92nd minute. So at that point, I can kind of start getting my head in the game for setting up all the equipment and, like, getting ready to record a podcast, like, plugging the microphones in. This game, I wanted to do that, but there was literally half an hour of game left. And it was the slowest half an hour oh. of my life. And the worst bit is, this was watch number one. Yeah. There are like there will be some weeks where this starts to wash over us and it'll be quick. And yep. I won't mind that. But there are going to be weeks where that half hour is so, so long. Yep. Yep. And there's just like, the heart don't need to do anything at this point. No. They've won the game. It's 5-0. Any goal that they manage to conjure up as a bonus, but just save themselves. Like yep. they've got a bunch of players on yellow cards in the first half that just stopped doing anything really. And because they didn't want to get a second yellow. The Phoenix are just, they've got nothing. Like th- there was some good like play moving forward. Like there were, even at 3 0 down, we looked like we could create something. But every time the ball got to the box, there was just never anything being created to, to look like we could score a goal from it. like Well, see, I, I disagree. I think we looked bad throughout the entire game. Oh, I we think, looked bad I for think sure. there were moments where we looked better, that we strung a couple passes together, but they were only notable because the rest of the time yeah. we couldn't string a pass together. But I don't remember a single chance in this game where I thought we should have had, we should have had a goal there. I don't, was, I, don't, I don't think a shot that really felt oh, yeah. like you should have got that one yeah. happened for us the, the entire game. The closest was the 92nd minute where we finally get a cutback across the goal yep. that just gets ended up getting kicked out by a heart player. Yep. That was the best chance I think we had yep. all no, game. We, we definitely had some nice stuff that, you know, moved through midfield yeah. nicely. But then there was nothing connecting it to the front third and no. nothing that looked like it was going to end with us scoring a goal. And, no. and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said we were creating good chances. We were, we were creating good build-up that was leading nowhere exactly. for 90 minutes. That's exactly what it was. It was there was build-up, but nothing else. Yep. And, and it was so sparse yeah. in the end. Um, and that's what the last half an hour looked like. It looked like Melbourne Hart passing the ball around because they didn't need to do anything. Yep. And we ended up just doing the same thing. When you were 5-0 down, just nobody really cared. No. The crowd, instead of booing the team, which they started doing for a little bit, yep. starts laying every single pass, ironically, albeit. But <laughs> which was which was good. That I was enjoyed a, it very it's much. It's a small highlight for the last kind of five minutes of the game. That but there's like least... a good 100 passes strung together from the Phoenix in the last five minutes of the game because just nothing else needs to happen in the game. It's just everyone's waiting. So I think that's going to be tough. That's See, I, gonna I be like tough. when we get to the Ole because then, then I start, like the, the fan in me starts watching it and not not all laying out loud, but, you know, watching like, do we get another one here? Yeah, we do. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, like you start you start oh, feeling it. Is he going to get it? No. Nope. Oh, we, we gave it away. Damn it. Yeah. You know, like and, and it at least makes that time pass, whereas there's a good 25 minutes between the goal and that starting yeah. of just nothing. There's, there's a few good crowd moments in there where I mentioned earlier, we start singing, we're going to win the league. Yep. They, we start chanting, we want one. Yep. Which sounds a lot, you put, you told me that it sounds a lot like, <laughs> we want blood. Which, or equally appropriate. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, then we do it again and we win a corner right in front of the fever and start doing, we want one. Uh 
There's no bow wrap. This predates bow wrap by about five years. Yeah. Uh, although all the conditions for bow wrap were satisfied. Um, I, there was, by this point, I was really enjoying a lot of Dewhurst's commentary. I really enjoyed around, Dewhurst's commentary. Around particularly how good the heart are and how teams who will be facing in the next few weeks yep. are going to be worried and how they're a club on the rise, yep. he says. All the while, at this point, I've already Googled and know that they come dead last. Come so last. I'm, I'm thinking this is just ridiculous. Like, nothing about this game said that the heart were actually doing anything that good. We just looked bad. Yeah. Like, they they fair, were finishing some pretty good goals. The heart but, had probably six clear-cut chances to score and scored five of them. Yeah. And to be honest, three of their chances probably weren't clear-cut. No. And so they, they, they just converted... They yeah. just had moments where they converted. I think if the Phoenix had converted in the same way and had won the game 5-0, possibly could have been equally deserved. Like, yeah. it was just those moments of brilliance from Willow in particular and then Angular and Vila just created the, yeah. the heart to win 5-0. But and, if I'm one of the other clubs in the league who are doing well, if I'm, if I'm sitting first or second spot at the moment yeah. and I'm watching this game, nothing I'm seeing from the heart no. is worrying no. me. No. We just go, the, the talk is no. keep our defense tight make our passes. Like, so long as you're not gifting them the ball for all 90 minutes yep. and standing off them in defense and letting them shoot, no problem at all. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm going to jump ahead on your list, Dave, because I believe sure. you have a uh, Fred de Jong quote written down talking about this sort of, uh, this sort of uh, maybe last place versus first place activity. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, I mean, normally we don't, we don't give context to our uh, quotes, but my quote of the day that I've written down, because yeah. I've, I've assumed we're going to work with some of the, the regular spots. I've ignored all of them. Well, so I've got, I've got one for all our usual re- regular spots. So my quote of the day is that's going to be one heck of a top versus bottom, <laughs> <laughs> which Great. all of Great. us in the room laughed at Great. loudly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Just just great areas. Well, and, and since you don't have them, I'm going to get my shining light and shark card out of the way. Well, I, I haven't because one down. of them one of them we've already talked about. Shining light is Cowboy Man. No, Westpac Stadium. Oh, Westpac Stadium. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, being, yeah. being back at Westpac, definitely yep. the shining light. Yeah, that, yeah. that as a whole yep. thing was fantastic. Yep. Shark card, though, do you know? Is it me? No. Oh, shit. Jason Hicks. Oh yeah, horrendous, horrendous. <laughs> me, Jason Hicks. And, and this, this, I've got this a... fits into the the talking about football, which we'll do in a second. So when the teams come up, came up on the screen, and asked the eleven, you said, and I quote you, <laughs> Hicks. I didn't even remember remember he existed. Yep. You entirely forgot about Hicks. Yep. And he fucking park houses the joint up. <laughs> yeah, for even, sure. Even worse, I yeah. think. Like, I, I, once his name came up, I was like, oh, I do remember him. But I, I said to you after after your quote there, that I was like, if you had asked me to name Phoenix players, I never would have got him. And I said to that, the only reason I remember Jason Hicks is because of the too many Hicks on the dance floor chant yeah. that I tried to get going constantly and never really took off. Yeah. That's the only reason I remember. And there was absolutely too many hicks on this football field. Absolutely. One was he, far he too was many. Horrendous. Oh my God. They, they spend a lot of time talking up one moment in the first half yeah. where he plays a through ball to Brocky and it probably turns into our best chance of the first half. But it is still not that great a pass and every other one he makes in the first half is shit. He gives the ball away constantly. There is good it's reason like, he got yeah. dragged. I mean... I didn't consider an option that he could get dragged. Like, until it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, I probably would have done that 15 minutes ago in Emmerich <laughs> yeah. because he was honking up the joint significantly. Like, that was the worst performance from an individual across all three seasons of the, of yes. the podcast so far. Yes. And, and sure. I, 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 I like a lot of people have a bad game here. 
and he is so much worse yep. than any of them. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just terrible. He, he is shit. I don't understand how you can be that bad. Surely there's a point where you just stop getting involved in the game. You just go a little bit invisible, play for some field position, mark some players, make a tackle ever so often. But like realizing you're giving the ball away constantly and then actively seeking the ball out is a bold yeah. move. And then you just keep honking up the joint. Oh my God. Yeah, Jason nice. Hicks. He, he gets dragged off. with good reason. Yeah. Redenton comes on. Redenton, I, I think he gives the ball away for one of the goals, but he, he is not as noticeable he's at all. He's fine. Like that's a definite step up for sure. Yeah. But he's fine. A lot of players in the game are fine. Like, Siggy's fine. I think at one point, Fred or was it Juher <laughs> says that Siggy's probably the best player on the field of the Phoenix, but he's not. He's just fine. Mossy has a couple of moments where he, she, like, Mossy has a bad game, I think. He yep. has that moment where he gives away for the, well, the Willow goal. He comes out of the goal. Uh, he couldn't do much about the Angular goal. He doesn't, yeah. Um, who, a lot of them, there's not a bad. lot he can do. But Who else yeah. is bad? Um, I think Jura is not, I think Jura is pretty bad in this game. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think, I think Boxall has fine. a decent game. I think Boxall's fine. I think Vinny's fine. Yep. Um, Heisigams just doesn't get involved it, whatsoever. Yeah. And when he does get involved, he's picking the ball up from midfield for some reason rather than being up front. So yep. I think Heisigams is bad. Brocky is fine, but very think, v- very Brocky invisible. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it's, it's tough to criticize the guys who play up front here because I think they don't see a lot of the ball because yeah. because Kenny's on. As well, and Kenny he, Cunningham. We haven't said that name when, yet. When he does, when he does get touches, they're not bad. He's not no. doing anything wrong, but the ball just gets to him so infrequently. He should have won a fucking penalty if he just ran into a player, but he just stops. Well, he runs into him and then stops rather I mean, than falling over. He which could have, he could have just have. fully yeah. sold that, and he would have got a pin. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> goddamn it. Yeah, Brocky, Brocky, same. When the ball gets to him, he, he does fine, but he's yeah. not. It's not getting to him in good spots. It's not, you know. Yeah. There's no none none like no balls to him where you're thinking shit he should have finished that like it's just it's out wide it's on the byline they win corners the corners yeah. turn to nothing you know it's I reckon Manny Manny's good Manny Manny's all right doesn't do anything wrong I didn't I didn't notice him making any mistakes or being at fault for anything yep. here but I think as a, as a team they're worse than any of the individual performances it's the it's the not picking up men on the each standing on the edge of the box yep. about to hoof a ball into the back of the net it's the not picking Willow up at a corner it's that stuff that I think is the worst part of this game yep. that they're not, we're not working as a team and no. as individuals they there's a lot of there's a lot of bad to average performances but yeah. as a team it's horrendous, horrendous. Yeah, yeah for sure um, uh, should we start going through our lists um I oh I had a thing from halftime. We get a little shot of uh, I, I think you'll enjoy this day. We get a shot of the the dressing rooms yes. at halftime when we come back from the halftime coverage. Yep. The Phoenix dressing room looking very very glum, and yep. then like very glum. Redenton's warming up, so we knew he was coming on. Yep. But then they cut to the Melbourne Heart dressing room, and they all look just as glum for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they do. They really. <laughs> admittedly, at this point, they're only up two 0 and they're last on the table. So the, the discussion probably isn't we're dominating this game. It's no. we need to get three points out of totally. this. It's prob- probably still a bit of a bollocking. And also, we know that they won five 0 so we knew yep. that was only going to get better for them. They didn't didn't know that. So no. there's a word written on their whiteboard oh. uh, that I managed to pick out. Um, there's two things about this word that I would like. The first, firstly, try and guess what this one word is. It's, Can you, it's like the mentality for their game. Like, like what mentality are they going to take out there and, and come at the Phoenix with in this game? Um, it's very classic football. Uh, oh, see, no, I don't know. Like control. No, no, 
No, a bit more uh, intensity. Yeah, yeah it's, you get you're heading the right way. You're heading the right way, but just go one more step. Go one more step on the control intensity. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even play. know. It's aggressive. Agree. Okay. Yep. Come out here and be aggressive. And yep. Aggressive. They are like. Yep. Um, Paddy Kisnorba manages to pick himself up a, a yellow card for consistently fouling, uh, which is aggressive. Yep. For sure. Um, who, Jason Hoffman picks up a yellow card for being aggressive towards the referee. <laughs> yep. uh, but the the word aggressive, Dave, is spelt wrong, which oh, is the best yes. thing about it. Yes. It was spelt it A-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E, which is definitely missing a G. Wow. They've just spelt it wrong and I was like... That's great. I, just, I, I, I was looking at it to trying to work out what it was and I couldn't quite make out what it was until I realized they just spelt it wrong. That's good. They I just like spelt that. aggressive wrong. I like that. I like oh, that you've, you've already got a minute detail that's in there so already. Sp- that's literally one little G missing. And I've picked it up. Like, Good work. We're coming, with, we're coming at this game with an entirely new set of eyes and we have the last two. Yeah. Like, I think last time around we knew that we, wanted, we were going to end up looking at all the small stuff. But we, weren't quite, we weren't quite tuned into it on the first no. watch of the game. But this time, this time, Dave, you've picked up Cowboy, Cowboy Man. Yep. I've picked up ag- Aggressive. Good, yeah. good. And there's a lot more to come. Like Singlet oh, Guy, sure. we're definitely going to explore more, but we're not going to talk about it today. You guys be... are just going to have to wait to hear about Singlet Guy. Singlet Guy is cult hero of this podcast. He's fantastic. If he, um, if he, you, if... even, you even noticed a, uh, a particular Hart fan has swapped jerseys <laughs> with someone, um, which but is which is a pretty game, key detail. While the game's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's good. There's, there's like one Hart fan that they cut to a few times after the goals. There's Golf Clap fan, which is a different <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, who, who unsurprisingly is wearing a polo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're up fucking four nil and he's golf clapping. But the other guy, like the one who's like properly giving it everything, is wearing a Melbourne Heart shirt for eighty minutes of the game. They cut back to him about the eighty fifth. He's just wearing a Phoenix shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's got. He's still got his heart <laughs> scarf, scarf and his heart cap on. Definitely the same guy, but he's just wearing a Phoenix shirt in the way bay. As you do. I don't think he's got a hat on. We can check that. Oh shit! <laughs> he's definitely got a scarf. He's definitely got a scarf. Maybe no hat, but he, yeah, definitely the same guy. So picked up on that. Um. Uh, yeah. There's. Uh, we saw you. No, we saw your your, your no. friend group. Yeah, sans, we saw my seat. Sans Dave. Yeah. What do you think you were doing at this moment in time? We we just getting. It was at half time, so entirely feasible. You're either getting beers. Yep. Bathroom or taking a leak. Yep. Or or there is someone else who's just out of shot, which could be me, but it didn't look like me. I, I don't think it was I don't me. Think it was you. But um. Yeah, I think I'm probably getting beers or bathroom or something. It's halftime. It's, yeah. But the rest, the rest of my group are, be, are there, which would suggest even more so that I've gone to get beers. For everybody? Yeah. I'm around Because that, that would have been the usual go is that one person would have gone and got beers. Yeah, and you're, and you're that good guy. You're just talking yourself up here, are you? Well, everyone would have gone at some point, but if there's only one of us missing, that's probably mm. the person who went to get beer. Yeah, that's a fair point. The ground announcer. Now, it's not Jay Harvey. Also not Neil Boothby, but the grand announcer in this game is terrible. Could you hear him? Well, I heard bits and pieces, but I think think by the time you pointed it out to me, most of the worst stuff had already yeah. happened, and I hadn't I hadn't been listening to it. He, um, but the bits I heard certainly weren't good. He he has to correct himself quite a few yeah, times he, and apologise. Firstly, there's no excitement in his voice no. whatsoever, and this isn't just because the Phoenix are losing five nil, but it's just like he's just like. Uh, and substitute for the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, this is uh, this is exactly yep. how we did it as well. Substitute for the Wellington Phoenix, uh, number twenty-two. 
Uh, Matt Redentum. Clearly he's having to look out his piece of paper and find number 22. Knows nothing about the Phoenix probably and has no clue whatsoever. Later on he goes, uh, substitute for the Melbourne Heart, uh, number eight. Sorry, seven. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says the word sorry. And it's just like, what? Just get it right. Yep. But it's just across the game. Those were two examples that I could properly hear. But just, yeah. At least in season one, we could tell that Jay was trying to be like professional about it. Like, he was using his radio voice. Like, and and he's hyping up a little, and you know, like, he's playing to the crowd rather than just I'm reading a formality out. Yeah. Uh, He he, he says, like, and goal scorer for Melbourne Heart, uh, Nick Colazzo, for example. Like, it's 5 1, but he still says it with like a little bit of gusto to it. Yeah. Like, the Melbourne Heart still, sorry, Melbourne City deserved that. But yeah. I mean, it was very weird seeing Melbourne Heart properly back. Like, yeah, it was that, nice though. That was dry. It was a blast. Like a lot of this was a blast in the past. It was nice seeing Melbourne Heart. I missed them. For those who don't understand the, or don't know the history of the Ailey properly, Melbourne Heart became a Melbourne City who were our yes. season one game. It's the same club. They just rebranded when they got yeah. bought out by the Manchester City And I mean, City Heart group, was a terrible name. Them oh, rebranding terrible. to something Awful. better makes Awful. a lot more sense. But the fact that it had to be part of City Group and all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. makes it feel worse somehow. Whereas Heart felt like a, a club that was a club. Yeah, they, I mean, the problem with the Melbourne Heart was that they had no geographical identity whatsoever. No. What differentiated them from the Melbourne Victory? And they, they still don't. They played it the same. Well, at least they have like City in their name now. So like they can kind of claim that it's just like very like c- central Melbourne is them and then the Victory represent the wider catchment. But I mean, it doesn't. There's just two teams that use the same venue. Um, and yeah, but it was it was nice seeing. I, I like the Melbourne Heart kit in this, the sash. Yep, I think sash a, kit, good kit. A good example of a sash. The Phoenix Sash, yeah, not horrendous, good. horrendous. Um, but yeah, too many, too many things going on with that kit that you might, designed. Just terrible. I, I didn't design it. Uh, this, uh, this might be the only game in A League history that's had sash on sash action. I mean, I want to disagree because really? surely, but I, I can't think of a reason or example where it would have been the case. So North Queensland Fury had a sash for sure. There was a green sash on white. As one of their kits, but Melbourne Heart weren't around then, no, and didn't have a sash. There's not been a whole lot of sashes in the A League. No, like I, I say, I want to disagree, but I, I can't. The Phoenix have done it a few times where they've done different charity kits. There was the there was the yeah. black sash on white one year, and I, I think it'll come down to third kits or charity kits. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. but I don't, I don't know the right. Avid listeners, for it. if you can point yeah. out a, a sash on sash game. I will apologise profusely on the next episode of he the worst won't, game of all time. He won't, though. He definitely won't. I will. I was gonna. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop talking before I promise anything else that I'll do. I, I have. I have. I have one more segment. I will eat a spicy pie. There we go. You didn't even Thro- eat the first spicy throwback. pie. That was really hard. Throwback. To, I will eat. A, if you find me, <laughs> you just a sash on sash. Smacked yourself in the face with the microphone. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that the, that noise probably came through on the mic. Absolutely did. <laughs> that was that was Pat that. hitting himself in the face with his own I microphone. Just, I, I it was actually it was actually my collarbone, which is even more impressive that I managed to hit my collarbone while trying to hold my microphone towards my mouth. Um, but I don't. Yeah, but I like the Melbourne Heart kit, and I like having my Melbourne Heart back. You're, you're going to like this next next thing Off on my go. list. Off you we ready? go. Yeah. Because because what's your favorite segment of this podcast? Uh, after dark. No. Oh. Uh, shut. No. It's named after you. Oh, Paddy's picks. What? What, no. it what are they called? Paddy Barnes party time. Oh, Paddy Barnes party time. <laughs> Paddy Barnes party time. How do you not remember your own segment? Paddy time. Paddy Barnes. <laughs> I've gone really high early. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. Paddy Barnes party 
Um, so before Hashtag we PBPT. before we started recording, we discussed the fact that you need to be out of here at a set time because you have to go to something. And, yeah. and <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use any any names or any personally identifying details. But you said you were going to a gathering. Yeah. I did. From from two till four. Yep. And I said, oh, what kind of gathering? You said, I don't know. It's just at a person's house. <laughs> <laughs> we're having cake <laughs> now to me I hear that you're going to someone's house for cake and I think there's probably a reason behind the cake and you're like nah it's just for some cake and I'm thinking surely this is a birthday or an engagement or a wedding there's usually a reason why people are invited over for cake so I like the idea that you're just oblivious to the fact that this is like someone's birthday and you've just honed into the detail that you were ah. getting you were getting cake out of it. going around to someone's I've house. I've got it. I've got it. Here we go. Um, I found the email that invited it to me. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to point out that I know three of these people and that's my girlfriend her sister and her sister's wife. So those are the people that I that I know. I don't nobody else going to this thing, but it says, uh, mm and I are having an afternoon tea party at our place." Uh, I won't read the address. That's the next words. But in brackets, <laughs> it's the address. Probably, probably best to leave yep. those out. Yep. Uh, on today's date to celebrate uh, February. <laughs> full stop. <laughs> then. A month that it... Oh, no, sorry. It's not a full stop. It's a, it's a bracket. There's no full stop. There was a bit of dust on my phone. Here we go. This makes more sense. To celebrate February, a month that includes both our birthdays and also Wellington's best weather of the year. So... It not, is a birthday party. Not specifically a birthday party. But, but, but in, fact, birthday, in fact, two birthday parties no, combined no, into not, what? No, it's celebrating a month. Two people's it's birthdays. It's a birthday party. <laughs> a month. Uh, it happens to coincide. It is with, definitely a birthday happens party. Happens to coincide with their birthdays. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like your justification here. Is it's a, it's a party that happens to coincide with their birthdays. That is Where genuinely what they've said. Well, uh, we're having an afternoon tea at our place to celebrate February, a month that includes both our <laughs> birthdays. Stop adding a full stop. That's not there. To celebrate February, a month that includes both our birthdays, also Wellington's best weather of the year. So that's how I've picked up cake. <laughs> it's, my mind is it's, gone because it's, it's a birthday party. No, my mind is gone. It's their birthday, so I'm going to be eating cake. <laughs> but, but, but also then you, gone. Then you remove the part of the birthdays. Oh, yeah, the birthdays don't exist anymore. Yeah. that's that's what's happened here, Dave. Yeah. So so this gathering you're going to is definitely two people's birthdays, and 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 of the I'm, three people you know there, two, two of them are the ones birthday. the birthdays. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I see. I see where you're coming from here, Dave. <laughs> this is this is classic Patty Barnes party time that you just casually dropped in. That you you had a gathering for cake that you, you had to be at, but you didn't know why. Just just glorious stuff, and you you seemed genuinely confused when I pointed out that maybe the cake had a purpose. You were like, "What?" I was like, "Well, usually if you're coming around for cake, there's a reason." And yeah, the other context is that I. Had bought myself McDonald's to your house, yeah, and McDonald's breakfast to eat, and I was, and you asked me why I was like, oh yeah, I got McDonald's like I didn't have breakfast and I'm probably not going to ha- have lunch. I'm going to a gathering that involves cake. So <laughs> that, like the food half of this was really yep. on my mind. I was telling you like <laughs> I was going to go to a birthday party that wasn't going to give me lunch. Sorry, was going to go to a <laughs> gathering that wasn't going to give me lunch, <laughs> but I needed to eat something. So uh, that's why I was telling you the food part of it. Um, I'll concede. <laughs> 
I'll concede next episode after I go there. Write it on your list for next episode. I will go and I will I will ask. I will ask straight up, very blunt. Is this a birthday party? Well, no. See, I think I think I think birthday parties have key features. I think if there's a cake with candles. And someone yep. blows out the candles. Well, no, the, blow, I, the blowing I, out, I'm going to exclude from needing to be involved because we live in a, a post-COVID-19 environment. But waving them the out The candles still going out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If there are candles, they're lit. Yeah. Yep. I'll give you that. And then we the, eat the Then cake it's with a the birthday. Yep. If there's singing, birthday. Okay. Like singing of happy birthday, need, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. not just like... Not just general Not just singing. absolutely everybody. Or yeah. uh, no. Kylie Minogue's can't get you out of my head. No, so I think, I think if there's a cake with candles or singing... Or the cake has writing These are that all. says happy birthday. These are all oh, indicators okay. you yep. are definitely at a birthday party. Yeah. And what if there is a cake but no candles? Well, see. Because that, that can just be an afternoon tea. It, it could be. It could be. That's why I think if there's singing or, you know, specific person right. needing to cut the cake. Yeah. Because as so you say, COVID so, environment, there might not be candles and blowing on the yeah. cake, you know. But, but there will be a clear vibe that this cake is for... The that birthday. person, yeah. you know, yeah. or those two people in the to, to initially cut yeah. and then it's shared with the group. So, so the what, whereas if there's just a cake on the, a table, help yourselves so, at an afternoon tea, you know, different. So right, so there has to be a cake first of all, and the cake has to either be for a specific person or have writing on it suggesting that it is involved with the birthday. Those are the two things that need to happen for this to be classed as a birthday party, and I, so, or, or singing. the singing. Or sign writing, cake writing, etc. That right. says happy birthday. So, There's so, a banner that says so, happy birthday. So, You're at a birthday so party. Cake and one more thing. Has, no, no, because there might not be a cake. People are allergic to cake. People, are, no. There might be singing and banners. The wise Fine. words of uh, the character Donkey once told me that everybody <laughs> loves cake. <laughs> I didn't a, say they don't love a, cake. They just prophet. might not be able to eat it. Early 2000s prophet Donkey told me that everybody <laughs> loves cake. I think if if we've got Two clear indicators of birthday Two. party, or one someone says, or they're like, "Welcome to my birthday party." Okay. In that scenario, we only need one. We need one. If there's a sign that says "Happy Birthday," we don't need more. That is a birthday party. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to report back to you on the next yeah. podcast about how this goes. If there are none of these indicators whatsoever, the- I'm going to ask the question: Is this a birthday okay. party? Yeah. And that is entirely on them to say yes, yes or, or no. no. Yep. I, I won't accept any other answer. I will. I will actively <laughs> yeah. stop them and you, say no. No, you're going to not accept they're like, answers. If they're like, "Well," I'll be like, "Yes or no? Yes or no?" <laughs> I don't think you're getting invited to these people's next. Yes or no? Party. Yes or no, Dave? <laughs> it's a birthday party. It's definitely a birthday party. That really hurt my throat. Good. <laughs> Maybe you should hit yourself with the microphone again. <laughs> I did it. Didn't want. Um, have you got anything else on your list? Yeah, I've got lots on my list. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll cut to your list because I've got through. I've got through my key points, and I'm happy to. Uh, to save other points. Ernie owns a nice watch. <laughs> he does. And it's weird that they show us a close-up of it. Someone's been really... One of the cameramen's been really arty with it and zoomed in on Ernie's watch. And I'm like, why are they just showing us a watch? And then they pan out a little, zoom out a little bit, and it shows us Ernie. It's like, yeah. zoom in on his eyes or his pursed lips or like something that's not his watch. 
it, it, it's weird though because they've they've clearly signaled up to the commentary box as well because at the at the point they cut it's to the t- shot yeah. they're talking about something Ernie. like there's not much time left or you know something oh see I didn't pick up on that yeah. I just saw that Ernie owns they've, they've definitely signaled talk about talk about the watch talk about the watch somehow and yeah. it, it's not a strong connection but it's it's there it's there right, I didn't I didn't get that half of it but it's genuinely a really nice watch. He must have been paid it, the big it did, bucks. It did look like a nice watch. I, I can't say I know a lot about watches, but I mean, it, it looked, looked like a it nice looked watch. like a decent watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watches are expensive generally. They kind of like really exponentially get get more expensive very quickly. Yeah, they, I, I like that you needed the hand gesture. I did the hand gesture, and you, your eyes just followed my hand up, and then you <laughs> yeah. just wavered there, and you, the look in your eyes is like, "Why did I follow that? <laughs> yeah, Why like, did I follow his hand?" I understand up? the term exponentially up. I didn't. I didn't need the hand gesture, but but you drew me in with it. I got you. I got you good, Dave. Uh, I have no idea how long this podcast has been because the recorder ran flat halfway through and I stitched it together and the listeners didn't notice. So um, so I, we could we could be at 40 minutes. We could be at 50 minutes. I I don't know. So I'm going to talk about lowercase eyes. Did you see on the yes, back of the Yes, on kits? the back of the shirts. I wrote this down too. It's on my list. Yeah, great. Um, lowercase eyes. It, this is this is when the official A-League font was horrendous. Oh, awful. The, not only the lowercase eyes, because they're really annoying. Yeah, yeah. But other letters like the E yep. and the middle, I don't even know what you'd call it, the middle prong is yep. way off center and looks real dumb. Yeah. Like the whole font is just ridiculous. How on earth did this ever become the accepted yeah. font? I remember Paul Eiffel being the only player in the league who had an uppercase I on his kit because he kicked up a fuss that the lowercase I made his, his name look like an Apple product. That's fantastic. And he was like, this is entirely unacceptable. I will be having a proper uppercase I, yeah. which makes me think either they had to go and like redesign the font to like make an uppercase I to be printed. I reckon Rusty probably just put, with some twi- put some tape on there for yeah. him. Yeah. Something. Anyway, uh, Paul Leifel, obviously not involved in this game. I think he's retired by this point or he's definitely injured. He's not involved for some reason. No. Um, he uh, is the only player in the league to have an uppercase I. But I noticed on, on Dugandic, Redentum yeah. was another place I noticed. Just the lowercase I. Just absolute just, bullshit. Yeah, Just ridiculous. horrific. Like... Yeah. The, the font as a whole is terrible, but why yeah. you would have one lowercase letter in there <laughs> boggles your mind. Like, they're trying to be all like hip in like 21st century with the lowercase eyes, but the one player who you properly 21st century eyes into, a, into an Apple product went, uh, no, not going to have this. No. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I did notice that. It was highly offensive to my eyes. And it all offended me every single time I watched this game. Uh, I do have a quote for you. Um, yep. Uh, I don't necessarily have a shining light shark card. I've kind of ignored that. Um, uh, but the quote uh, is um, from Fred de Jong. It says, uh, tight as a blanket, as they say. <laughs> I loved that. I loved it when he said that because it was just so ridiculous. You he know, have said even, it. even with the full context. He could have said it like, um, it was a, like a metaphor, like tight as a blanket, like <laughs> as, a, as though blanket's tight. You're like, okay, you go like, there's so many Andy Harper metaphors yeah. that you just, you just roll with it. But then he follows it up with, as they say, yeah, he, I would like to know, Fred, who they are. <laughs> the thing is, I think, who are they? I think as he said it, he's realized whatever he was trying to say, he got wrong. And so then he's, he's just palmed it off to some Ethereal they. What is the tight as a blank? What what is that? Is it tight as a noose? Is that what that quote is that he's going for? 
because I know that I, I, I mix metaphors all the time on, on yeah. this podcast and on Phoenix City. I, I combine them he, he's, all the time, but I never say as they say he's afterwards. He's specifically talking about how tight the man marking is on... Um, Carlos Hernandez. Carlos Hernandez, that's right. Who really um, gets I don't, I don't think I don't think the expression he's looking for is tight as a noose. I'm going to type it into Google and... It says blanket? Uh, no. Because <laughs> that, you saw that look on my face, didn't you? I did. That look on my face is because the, the next suggestion from Google when I type in tight as a is tight as a boiled owl. <laughs> yep, that, that one, as they say, I'm is... Uh, click on that because... <laughs> I feel like this may somehow be related to your search history. It's a Victorian... No, it's not. It's an actual thing. It's a Victorian saying, mostly, it means drunk. Well, you'll be glad to know that is also the first result on my phone if I type type Uh, that in. in, In Victorian England, beer was sometimes referred to as neck something is the only thing that's in this Google preview. But usually it's sometimes drunk as a boiled owl or tight as a boiled owl, but it means to be drunk, extremely drunk. Um, which I don't think Fred was going for because nobody in New Zealand says that. If if I type in tight as a blanket, yeah, um, I do get some results. Now, none of them are using the expression <laughs> tight as a blanket. The first ones are trying to sell me a blanket, yep. <laughs> which the brand of is Sleep Tight. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Tight blanket. I also, I also get some um, Reddit results oh, yeah. um, about a really tight blanket. It's on, a, it's, it's, it's on a knitting Reddit, and what they're oh, talking wow. about is the tightness of the knit. The knit. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, and a lot of, a lot of sleep tight, um, the brand blankets. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it looks like the saying he was going for was tight as a tight as a drum, because that seems the most commonly used. No, I think he's going a... for tight as a boiled owl, because obviously that's <laughs> that's a really common expression. <laughs> wow. That, that means wow. drunk, uh... and that is, yep, exactly what was happening here on the field. <laughs> Um, the, Fred was tight as a boiled owl. The uh, exceptionally tall, stretched very tight as the skin of a drum head, sealed so tightly or securely that water or air is unable to escape or enter. Imagine if someone had been tight as a drum on Carlos Hernandez and suffocated him to death. I mean, I, I think what he means to say, there isn't an obvious metaphor for. No, he just means they're marking him on, no. tightly. I disagree with you, Dave, because he said, as they say. Now, he wouldn't say it <laughs> if he didn't know for certain that they say it. Who's they? I don't know. Is it the Boiled Owls? Probably. <laughs> That's a better name for a football team than Melbourne Heart, for sure. <laughs> the Melbourne Boiled, Boiled Owls. Owls. Good. Wow. I think that's the pod for this week, Dave. That was episode one. Well, I want to I say something that I could never say on Phoenix City before okay. we go. Yep. Because I think there's a genuine possibility of this. Yep. And I want to I put it out into the universe. Yep. That if we're not going to win the league this year, yep. there is one person that I really want to see lift the A-League trophy. I'm going to give you a chance to guess it. And then I'll tell you who it is. So who, who do you think the one person I really want to see lift the A-League trophy at the end of the season is? So I like David Williams, because that is on brand what we just watched. But then I was trying to work out what A-League club he's at, and I couldn't work it out because he's not in the A-League. No, no. It has no relationship uh, whatsoever to this podcast. Oh, then why are we doing this? Because I want to say it on a podcast. Uh, uh, Andrew Durante. No. Mark Rudan. No. Uh, Mini Musket. No. Nope. Does he still play? 
I don't know. It's not a player. And that's where your key mistake is. Because oh. I want to see Marvin, the greatest mascot oh. in the A-League, lift that trophy. All right. Now, the problem with this is, right, that in order for that to happen, I also have to see Matt Simon lift that trophy. And it's a trade I'm willing to make. I'm willing to make that trade. Because watching Marvin, after how glorious his efforts are on social media, lift up that bloody trophy will be fantastic. I'm and a- I, I want to start a campaign, not for the Mariners to win, not no. for any of their players... I want Marvin to win the A-League. Yeah. I, and I am so excited for if and when he does. Okay, that's going to be our theme across this season. Uh, we're going we're gonna to start now. Marvin, what, what, what's the hashtag for this day? Have you thought? I don't know. I haven't got that far. Okay, we'll, we'll workshop this and come back to the listeners. But um, but Mar- you, see, you see why this is not other podcast content. No, this no. is definitely content yeah. for here. Yeah, good. All right, well, that is our theme across the season. Marvin lifting the A-League. Hit yep. us up with your Photoshop images on the social medias because just to get our, to get our appetites going for this and then we'll see the real thing and whenever the A-League finishes, J- July, August? Fuck knows. Hey, thank you for listening to, to episode one. We've got a live show coming up. Uh, it's at the Griffin Theatre on the 13th of March, uh, 2021, the year of our father. Um, don't know <laughs> what that was. <laughs> As, as they say. No, the year of the boiled owl. We just had Chinese New Year. The year of the boiled owl. I feel like know. that's cultural appropriation that we're not okay with. No, that, okay, let's, sorry. Let's back away from that quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, come and join us at the Griffin Theatre. Our tickets are from fringe.co.nz. Uh, jump on their program and search for Worst Game. and uh, Come and join us. Do this live on stage. We're having to kind of be at like episode five or six of the season by the time yep. we get there. And so, if, you're, uh, if you're unavailable that evening, we're also making a guest appearance on a show called Numbskull. Yep. The Thursday night preceding that. So that must yep. be... The 11th. The 11th. There come you go. And see that. Come and see Dave and I try and guess what goes in cocktails. Um, yep. It's a it's a quiz show involving drinking. Yeah, so we'll which, definitely be rubbish at that. Yes. Uh, absolutely. But yeah, jump on, search for Numbskull or Worst Game of All Time on fringe.co.nz. Support us financially on Patreon if you feel like it. We'll have an After Dark episode for you. Just like normal uh, up on there as you listen to this episode. But thank you. Uh, thank you for everybody for, for joining us. Um, it's season three. We're going to do this 26 and five, 25 more times. 26 in total, right? Yep, I think so. That's it. Hey, uh, see you later, everybody. Thank you for the ride. <laughs> it is a hammering in the capital. Hey!